Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi. How are you doing today? I hope you and your loved ones are keeping well and safe at this time. So I know a lot is going on right now all over the world, but I would like to use this opportunity to applaud everyone making one sacrifice or another to fight for what is right towards the change we all really need. Yes, Black Lives Matter. So thank you to everyone who has been out there doing what they can to restore some form of awareness to the value of everyone, especially the Black person. And as we continue to take these steps to right the wrongs that we see, that we know, that we probably have also experienced, let us stay mindful to keep much focus on what we want so that it grows. So Crossroads Life was basically a modified version of the Polish Lens podcast itself. And it was something that I felt we needed to bring to place at some point because of the need to engage our audience live and even bring on guest speakers and experts in their spaces. So we started this last year and we've had about three of it, um, Thrive at Home, um, Jumpstart Your Career, Broken Coal, No Shout. In fact, we've had four, we've had four. So after much thoughts and looking at the fact that it's actually a version of the polished lens itself and then discussions definitely we've decided we've decided that it's time to have crossroads live available as episodes on the polished lens podcast yay <laughs> so it's my joy today to share the audio version of the most recent crossroad live session with remy macondrola the founder of grace to parent where she shared her own crossroad story and how to parent without shouting yes you're going to have a blast listening to this it's quite a session that we had with her it was full it was rich we couldn't even delve into everything we needed to but you have the audio version to listen to today so i'm sure you will enjoy it and learn as much as we did when we spent time together with her hi everyone hello let me bring let me let me bring up remy's amazing um bio <laughs> because i was reading it today i was like mm, i did not know i was bringing all this hot on <laughs> I teased that some weeks back and I was like, okay, I know that someone who is hot is coming on, but I didn't know it was going to be this spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be this spicy. So I want to get a bio up so that we can have it already. Okay. Thank you everyone for joining. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. This is Fala Fire and welcome to Crossroads Live, second quarter of year 2020. Yes. And we have a special guest with us today. I was thinking through 
you know, the prep time today. And I was like, I'm sure a lot of people will be like, follow fire, what has parenting got to do with what exactly you're doing? But for those who might have been following me for a while, you know that there's an initiative I drive, that's a thrive at home. And I know that for many people who are at home, who have families, raising your kids, you know, raising our kids is something that is top of our mind. And we always want to do it excellently. We want to do it really nice. We want to do it properly. And not just because we want to enjoy the process itself. We just want to be sure that our kids turn out way better than we did. <laughs> That's really what's top of the mind of many parents. I just want to make sure that my kids are, are great. They are fine. They can fend for themselves. And I want to do the whole thing right, right? And that's the reason why we have with us today a special person. Some of the posts I put up earlier in the week, I was saying someone I know says we can parent calmly and coolly. <laughs> I didn't want to start giving you any hints about her bio yet, yeah, right? But you're going to hear that from me now. So we have with us today, Remy Makonjola. And um, I'm excited to have you here, Remy. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> okay. Now, before we go into... Um, all that you know, Rebbe is going to be sharing with us today. I just want to introduce her again. I know there are some people who are just Falafayo followers or who have been with me for a while now, so you don't know anything about Remy, but I, I want to tell you a bit about her. So listen carefully to this very nice and juicy gist that I got <laughs> about her. Okay, now Remy Makonjola is a parenting educator, family life coach, and business strategist on a mission to influence social outcomes by building and strengthening positive family systems. She's the founder of Grace to Parent, a parent empowerment organization that equips with practical knowledge for building strong family relationships using positive discipline and Christ-centered leadership. Remy is the convener of the Thrive Parenting Summit. You can see that we have something in common. There's a Thrive word there. <laughs> a conference for the modern parents, the family ball, an elegant banquet that honors and celebrates family values and the host of Gather and Grow. That is an intimate gathering that empowers women for thriving families. Now, through her signature program, Unveil You, which is trademarked, she helps high-achieving individuals step up to their parenting call without giving up their dreams i think that's a challenge many people face so it's good to know that you have someone in this space who can help you to achieve all that without actually giving up your dreams with an mba degree and over 12 years of entrepreneurial experience remy has established herself as a strategist and business advisor for unique brands looking to service women wives and mothers so if you're in this space she's one she's one to look out for okay she's also a Montessori trained educator remy is a sought after speaker influencer and author who has been featured on platforms such as the guardian bella niger and black mom's blog through the grace to parent online community she reaches over 20,000 people weekly with winning parenting strategies in addition she's the creator of family scripture time a 52 week devotional the host of grace to parent tv and the grace to parent podcast and the creator of the no shout Parenting Toolkit. We are going to get a taste of that tonight. <laughs> An online course that helps parents to parent with more joy, calm, and connection. She's a wife and mother of three precious children. In her spare time, Remy enjoys swimming, cycling, and spending quiet evenings with her family. It's, it's, it's great to have you here. So you've all heard about Remy now. So <laughs> I hope you have your questions ready because <laughs> she was dragged here. You can see she's, she's a sought after speaker. So I can tell you, I can tell you that getting her tonight wasn't like a, a stroll in the park. Yeah, she's, she's that busy. You should see 
her schedule sometimes back to back. Sometimes when we chat and she's like, I just had back to back today. I had like four sessions today. So please, I hope you have your questions. If you don't have your questions yet, please, as she's dropping those nuggets, just be putting the questions together because this is your opportunity to grab her live. Okay, so Remy, fantastic. It's amazing to have you. I'm excited to have you here. I've been looking forward to today. Um, I heard you for the first time last year. There was a webinar you did and I was part of it. And when you were talking, I was just taking notes. I'm like, mm -hmm. I was like, this lady must come to Crossroads. <laughs> she needs to come to Crossroads because all that I'm learning here, I can't keep it to myself. <laughs> you know that song, I just can't keep it to myself. <laughs> I can't keep this to myself. No, Remy, you need to come and tell us about it. But before we go into all of that, what I want to find out from you is what your journey, your crossroad point. What's, what, what's your story? Your story behind no shout parenting you know because it's not something that many people even if they learn it they don't want to confidently say i'm going to teach other parents how not to shout because <laughs> they're like they were asking hmm, are you saying you didn't shout yesterday at your child you know so there must be something that must have brought you here and you know crossroads is about the options we face sometimes in our life or the encounters we have and um, when we now decide that we're going this way or we're going that way and would like to hear your story what was it like for you Wow, thank you so much. First of all, thank you for that introduction. I, I, I'm not sure that um, anybody has ever read my bio like in full in my presence, you know. Um, but <laughs> I got used to it. Yeah, I, I, usually, I usually get sneak and I send like a short version. Okay. And I, I, I always just hope that people just, you know, you read the, the long one like in the privacy of your office. But I mean, yeah. thank you so, so, so very much. And I really love to start with my story, right? Because I mean, where else do you start, right? But, but your story. And so for me, actually, apart from all of the ways that I get introduced, apart from all of the titles and all of the things that I do, the most important and most relevant title to the work that I do is that I am a recovering shelter myself. So I always want to start there to let everybody know that this is not a case of, oh, she has it all figured out and so she's coming to tell us because she's perfect. This is like, okay, she's right there in trenches with us. So I trust her because she's dealing with it too, right? Um, but if I just as we were setting up, I showed you a, a can of marbles that's right here in front of me on my table. Yeah. And I said to you that this kind of marbles, it's, I'll show you guys. You guys see this? <laughs> These marbles belong to a game that my children play. And at least three times a week, without fail, it's filled with water. It's not supposed to be filled with water. So I, have, I know who does it. It's one particular child that does it. And I tell this child every single time, like, I don't understand, but he must be, there must be something, because this child is very creative and yeah. he's like the... He's like the inquisitive one in the house. So mm -hmm. there must be something that is going off in his own mind that makes him do this. Yeah. You know, so we have this conversation every week. So please, it's not like my children are perfect and I have it all figured out or anything like that. No, this is me, like literally in the trenches with you. You know, I can choose to shout every time this happens. Right. But I don't. Right. My, my next project now is probably to find out, you know what, let's pour water in it together and show me like, let's see, like, let's explore it because I don't get it. Why there's always water in this marble. Um, but the marble shouldn't, something as small as that, right, let's, let's put it in a quote, something as small as that, shouldn't get you so much off kilter that you are completely reckless. 
with your words, with your in your behavior, completely out of self control. You know, so for me that was that that is that is kind of my story. So I am a recovering shelter, meaning that I used to be a shelter. I used to be somebody that shouted at every little thing my children did. Like I would go from zero to sixty very quickly. You know, I came from a line of shelters, right? Um, my, mo- my, mo- my mother is on here. She's, she's on this live video. I've seen her come on. She used to shout. Her mother before her used to shout. And I'm pretty sure that her own mother before her used to shout. Do you understand? So I've come from a long line of shouters. And I have a daughter who is feisty. Let me tell you. My little girl, she's three years old. And she's feisty. But I'm, I'm, I'm committed that she's not going to speak to her children the way that I, I used to speak to my children. Right, I'm committed that I'm going to show her an example that is going to break that generational pattern, which I now even call a generational curse. Because as we go, as we go into this, I would, you know, I would make a case for why shouting is actually a generational curse. Because if 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 you your goal is to thrive, right, for fire, that's your big thing, is thriving, thriving at home, thriving at work, you know, um, the whole Cedar platform is big, is is built on like thriving like the cedar trees like a tree that's i mean it's it's, it's, it's a it's a flourishing tree jonathan is a tree that thrives right so if, if our, really, our goal really is to thrive then i will show you why if you're still shouting you cannot you cannot thrive it's not a curse it's not a it's not like oh what do you mean no you can't because because as beautiful as the house you're building is, as beautiful as your children look on the outside, you know, you buy them the latest clothes, you take them on summer holiday, you put them in all the best programs, you know, they go to all these fancy schools, they have the best extracurricular activities. But guess what? That shouting is showing tears. It's showing tears so that you're building this beautiful edifice, but one day it's going to come crashing down. You know why? Because that, that um, relationship that holds parents and child together is being broken. Mm. So even though you are you are an excellent provider, and you know a lot of parents we we pride ourselves on those things like oh I'm an excellent provider, no doubt you're an excellent provider. Perhaps your children even fly private jets to you know France for for, for summer. Yes, no doubt they go to the best schools, no doubt you're an excellent provider, no doubt. But at the at the at the foundation, there's a disconnect. And because of that, no matter how glorious it looks on the outside, you're not thriving because at the time where it matters more, when that when 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 there's a stretch, you'll find out that oh there was no there was no uh what's that thing? My mom is an engineer, so she always sucks reinforcements to hold the house and you find out that the relationships are coming. There's no there's no the the the, the anchor or the the heart of any family is in relationships a family is not about what we can get from each other what we can provide from each other you know the family is about how we connect to each other and that's why you can have zero money right and you can still have a family that's thriving better than somebody that has all of the money Right, because connection is actually what makes us thrive. And so for me, that's my story. Um, I realized very early in my parenting journey that I was going down a path that I didn't that I that I that I that I, that I did not want to sustain. I could sustain it, but I knew that that path was going to lead me to destruction. Right, and I also noticed um, I noticed what it was doing to my children. I noticed what it was doing to my husband. I noticed what it was doing not just for me to my children, but I noticed what it was doing. From my children to my, from child to child. So my kids started fighting more. 
you know, they started disagreeing more. Um, my, they, they, they were, I could tell that they were getting afraid of me. Um, I could tell that they were getting like scared of me, which is something that I could tell that my children were getting afraid of me, which is something that I never, you know, I never want to pride myself on, you know. So I could tell that all these things were happening, right? And I needed to pull to, to pull back the reins, and that's when I started being conscious of my shouting. I started doing the work to unlearn that behavior. Wow! Wow! Interesting. It's it's it, it, it's interesting. I mean, I think for me. What caught my attention on that session that I, I was on that you, you facilitated was, you know, you saying that you're a recovering shouter and you say it all the time, you know, that you're a recovering shouter. And for me, that kind of, um, it just makes one feel comfortable approaching you for whatever you have learned to be able to say, okay, Remy, I don't know how you're doing it, but I want to learn from you because I think that, um, like I try to also explain to people the point where you become aware of what is wrong, you're in a good place. It's like saying that um, in the learning journey, there's a point where we call unconscious incompetence. That is a dangerous zone. You don't even know what you don't know. So you can imagine those of us parents who are shouting and we don't even know that we are shouting and we don't know the uh, effect of whatever it is that we are doing. And we just think that, I mean, at least I can see results, short-term results, right? So I think I appreciate the fact that, you know, you've been able to tell us that what broke it for you was moving from the place of, unconscious incompetence to becoming conscious <laughs> that this is not okay and I didn't want this and, and, and all of that so I really appreciate it um, before we go and I just want to appreciate everyone who has joined us on Instagram there have been quite a lot of names I won't be able to mention any, all of everybody now and also on Facebook I've seen that some people have liked it and um, they've also joined us but I would like to encourage that if you have questions please drop your questions before we're done if you had any question you've been saying this Remy, one day I'll catch a live and I will throw my question. <laughs> Please post your question. This is the time to, to have it, you know, shot at hand, all that. Um, but um, thank you very much, everyone, for joining. We really appreciate this. Okay. Now, Remy, before we go on to the parenting tips about raising voices and all that, I, I know that for you to make this something that you're driving, there must be something that you're seeing that could be the end result. And I think you've mentioned one or two already, but would like you to re-emphasize it. But then before that, would like you to also tell us from your experience, from, you know, um, things that you've, you've um, the people you've worked with, what, what, what would you say is the reason why we even resolve to, why do we settle for shouting? Why, why do we take that as an option? Why is a natural thing not for us not to shout, not to yell, not to raise our voices when we are communicating with the kids? So what's the reason? And what do you think the result could be on our children, on us? And on the relationship we have with them, if this thing is not checked now. Okay. So I'm actually, I'm not going to tell you the reason why you're shouting. I want to challenge you. So I'm going to send you to my page. I'm going to send you to Brace the Parent. Um, if you go to the link in Bio Brace the Parent, there's a free, there's a free three-day challenge. I want you to take the challenge. The first day of the challenge tells you why, why you're shouting. And I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, this is why I'm shouting, right? But I'm going to tell you why your children uh, are not listening to you, right? Because if, if, if you think about it, you're shouting because your children are not listening. So yeah, so the reason why you're shouting is likely because your children aren't listening, right? So I'll tell you, I'll give you this one for free, right? Why your children aren't listening. That's one. I'll tell you that in a second. But another reason why, why you're shouting is because 
you want so i apologize for that guys i'm so sorry okay so what was that so we're talking about why you're shouting right what why do you shout why why do parents shout so the first reason why parents shout the main reason why parents shout i'm asking you to go on to grace the parent um, instagram page go to the link in bio and click on the free three-day no shout challenge right it's completely free it'll change your life there are people on this live video who have been through that challenge right and they can attest so if you've been so in this live video and you have been through the three-day challenge please put it up in the comments but another reason why you shout is because your children are not listening so I'll tell you why your children aren't listening in a second. But the other reason why you shout is because you want your kids, like you want instant results, right? You want it to happen now. Like you don't have time to waste, you know? So you said it once and yes, you want to say it again. And it's like, okay, I need this done right now, right? And that's why you're shouting. There's one underlying reason that is, that is the the... Uh, almost, almost like the dude like that's holding all those regions together. together. The mm-hmm. main reason why you're shouting, that's what I want to find out from that free challenge. However, the reason why your children are listening, you know, and this one, you probably heard this at the webinar, webinar last year. It's so simple. Your children aren't listening because they can't hear you. They can't hear you, you know. And you know why they can't hear you? Because you're shouting. You know, your strategy is is it's just, just not working. working. Yeah. You know, they can't hear you because you are not getting through to them. Yeah. And and so but but is it but but there's a solution. So yeah, that's why that's why your children that's why you can't that's why you're shouting because your children can't hear you, but they can't hear you because I mean yeah, because they're not listening. They're not listening because they can't hear you. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't know you had come to the end of that answer. Okay. So yes. So now you've given us an idea about why we're probably, you know, yelling, raising our voices. And even the way you said, um, they can't hear us. You know, I'm actually thinking about a little child playing with a toy. And then the mother is like, all the nerves are coming out <laughs> of the neck. Why are trying to get the child to do something? And the child is actually looking at you, but cannot actually hear you. I mean, I'm, th- that picture was what was forming in my mind right now as you were giving that solution. And I'm sorry, that's a um, particular point. And I'm like, that's probably, that, that could actually be the case, you know. And my mind is also going, up, going out to, you know, those who have teenagers, because we have people like that who are going to be watching this. And, you know, they have older kids who are also trying to get what they are saying, who are probably even frustrated at the fact that I can't even get what you're saying. And, you know, on the other hand, there's, there's a frustrated parent who is also trying to, you know, who is saying, can't you hear? He's like in the, in the raising of the voice, you're saying, can't you hear me? Without saying that, can't you hear me? But that's really what I'm trying to say. Can't you hear me? And the child is like, I don't get it. I don't get what you're trying to say to me. Okay, but what would you say could be the outcome if we don't check? No, so before we go to the tips, right? What would you say could be the outcome of not checking this now? Because I know a lot of times we always feel, but still late, my son has a year or two to leave the house, you know, or, well, I don't know. You said it earlier, it runs in the family. Even, yes, my dad was a shouter, my uncle, my, my aunt, you know, people like, people have stories like that. 
I know that we uh, we used to have those groups in our family. We say, ah, in this side of our family, oh, we have people who raise their voice so much. You know? So it's like he kind of wants the DNA and all of that. But what's the long term effect? Because for some people, I think that when they think of the short term, they're like, at least I get the chance to do do what I need them to do now. But I think we need to look long term. Sometimes for us to be able to think yeah, about absolutely. What, what what do you see could be the reason? I mean, sorry, the effect that could show up over time if we don't check this now. Absolutely. So, so I'm going to tell you the biggest effect first, right? And every other thing leads to this big thing. So the biggest thing that can happen, the worst thing that can happen, and when I say the worst thing, it's not like, oh, if or like the worst. You know when you say the worst case scenario, that means that oh, everything went wrong. This worst case scenario is a very unique one because it's the first thing that actually happens. Mm. but it's the most dangerous, wow. you know, so you don't have to, it doesn't, the whole house doesn't even have to collapse for this part to even like be wrong. Right. Uh, it's like, it's like if you, if you say you, you are powering your electricity with a generator mm. and one day the generator just stops working, right? The engine of the generator just knocks, it stops working, but the generator has been well serviced. You know, it's, it looks brand new. You know, you have to take care of it well. You actually, you know, maybe you go there every every night. You go and you clean it with water. You make sure that it's shiny on the outside. You make sure that there's always fuel inside. You know, it's always there's there's always patrol. Like you you service it. You do everything that you do that you yeah. need to do, right? But the engine has knocked. That engine that knocks is the most important thing. Mm. Doesn't matter how well kept everything else is. Exactly. Right? So. Yeah, so think about it. This is what happens when you continue shouting. The engine of the connection, of the relationship, the relationship powerhouse mm. between your child knocks. Wow. The relationship powerhouse knocks. Now, let me tell you the other things that can propel a relationship powerhouse to knock. For example, this question always comes up. People, people and there's probably somebody on this live video watching and saying, I mean, I hear you, Falafaya, I hear you, but I turned out okay. And let me tell you something. I beg to differ. You didn't turn out okay. We, we, we didn't turn out okay. If we turned out okay, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah, true. If we turned out okay, this wouldn't be a problem that we're still having to deal with. Right? So many things can go Apart from the psychological effect it has on your child that uh, causes your child to have low self-esteem, causes your child to see you as an enemy instead of an ally, right? That causes your child to, to just walk on eggshells around you and they still do what they're going to do, right? They, they, they just won't do it in front of you, yeah. right? So it doesn't change your child's behavior. It just allows your child to, they, they, they know how to, they know how to hide it from you, right? And then it continues to breed this this wounded, you continue to breed wounded adults. So your child is wounded from their childhood. They grow up into a wounded adult. And then they raise children that are also wounded. And those children grow up into wounded adults. And then those children grow up into raised wounded children. Who also, so it's a generational curse. Do you see what I'm saying? It's not even a general pattern because when we say it's a general pattern, like we are, we are making light of something so bad, mm. right? So in my language, for that fire, we're, we're from the same tribe. So we say, okay, then budget, long 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So, I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm. You understand? It means that the plantain is getting spoiled, but you keep saying it's getting ripe. Mm. True. There's a point where the plantain is it's no longer edible, like it's overripe to the point that it's now spoiled. Yeah. But you keep saying, oh, this plantain is just, it's just ripening, it's just ripening, it's not ripening anymore. It's getting spoiled. You know, so you, that relationship to powerhouse, like it knocks. And that is the, that, that is the most important thing. If your relationship with your child is not important to you now, I bet you in a few years, that relationship, you're going to be craving it. Yeah. And it may be too late back then, then to harness it. I mean, it's never too late. You know, I always say that it's never too late to do the right thing. And you do what you, what you need to do. And when you know better, then you start to do better. Right. And our parents too, they did what they knew to do. And then when they know better, they start to do better. Right. Um, some of our parents are starting to do better now with adult children. And they're like, okay, well, I'll just try and make restitution for the wrong. And I would educate you know, I'll help use these strategies with my grandchildren, or I would start educating other, other, other young parents that, hey, this is the way that we did it as your parents, but it's not the right way anymore. Please change your strategy, right? Um, because I do have some grandparents that are on, on, on the Grace Parents platform that are just like, I wish I knew this 40 years ago. I wish I knew this 30 years ago. But I'm going to share this now to the ones that are coming so that they can they can get on this and they don't have to make the same mistakes, right? So, yes, so the, so the, 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 the problem, the, the, the detriment of all of this, of not doing the work to start building that strong relationship with your children is, is I mean, so much, right? It's so heavy. It's that broken relationship. Let me tell you, in 2020, in this and going forward, you need to be your child. Your child needs to know that you are their ally. There's too much, there are too many enemies, too many enemies outside. There are too many enemies. There's immorality enemies. There are enemies that are telling them that same-sex marriage is okay, right? There are enemies that are telling them that, that um, there's something wrong with the black race. You know, there are enemies that are telling them that they're not good enough. There are enemies that are telling them that you need to you need to drink alcohol and you need to smoke this to to feel like on to feel um, relaxed. Yeah, there's just so many enemies out there that you need to be your child's ally so that they can come to you when the enemy approaches them. 
They can come to you as a safe place and have a conversation with you. The enemies that are telling them um, that that it's okay to to that, that, that marriage doesn't work, you know, it's, it's not, you know, having being married and having side chicks or being married and having having affairs with other men or other women is okay. You know, there's so many enemies. There are enemies that are telling them that, I mean, so, so many enemies. And those enemies, they are everywhere. The enemies, are, we, sometimes we pay for them to have access to those enemies. <laughs> if you have Netflix, if you have Netflix, if you have Disney Plus, hello. <laughs> Do you understand? Let me tell you, I have these things too. You know, so there are enemies everywhere. And you know, these enemies don't look like, they don't look like wolves. No, they look like sheep. Yeah. Yes, they look like sheep. One of the major enemies right now in the world, especially in the United States where I live, is this whole um, concept of, it's like if you say anything against immorality or against any sort of injustice, it looks like, oh, you don't want them to be free. Mm. You know, it looks like, oh, you, you're not tolerant. You somehow, yes, you're somehow be, you somehow become the enemy. Do you understand? So your children need you to be able to come to you and say, hey, this is happening. They're going to have friends who are living a different lifestyle, whose parents are living a different lifestyle. It's your, it's, it's your, it's your responsibility to say, we love everyone. However, we don't engage in this type of like behaviors. This, this doesn't go align with our values as a family, mm-hmm. right? This doesn't align with our value, the values of our faith. This doesn't align with the values of, of our morals, mm-hmm. right? And so the dangers are so much. The dangers are so much. This relationship powerhouse, the connection that you have with your children, please, like it's your most prized possession. Nothing else is as important. So you may you may you, it may be cool for you to say oh I'm I'm not your I'm not your I'm not your friend I'm your parent it may be cool for you to say that now but let me tell you I want to take a survey of all the grandmas and all the grandpas they need their children to be their best friends now mm. but a lot of them have lost that privilege wow. since their kids were like eight nine ten twelve eighteen four mm. do you understand friendship is a privilege and friendship. I beg to say, it's the most important relationship that you can ever have. And that's why even in marriage, when you're married, you can be partners in so many different ways. You can be partners, you can be sex partners, you can be financial partners, you can be partners in, you know, nutrition even, you know, holding each other responsible for your physical health. You can be wellness partners. You can be partners in a lot of different ways. But the sweetness of a marriage is in friendship. The sweetness of any relationship is in friendship. Even God himself said to us, he says, yes, I'm your father, but I call you friend. When we get to the point where God calls us friend, we're excited. It's like, ah, you know, I've arrived. Like, I'm no longer just a ch- his child. I'm his friend. Like, there's some, there's some secrets, there's some things that you give, keep in your friend's hands that's, other people don't have privilege to. So when you add friendship to any relationship, that's the sweetness of that relationship. So your connection with your children is what is most at stake. That is the foundation of everything. Everything you're trying to teach your children, to be honest, is at the other side of your relationship with them. Children don't care how much you know. They don't care you have a PhD. They don't care who you are. 
You don't care. You don't care that you're the president of the United States. Jonathan, when your child needs your attention, if you need your attention, they don't care who you are or how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah. If your child knows how much you care, you don't have to have anything. That's why you find this, you know, like some uh, sports uh, stars. They have these stories and they come and they say, oh, my mother didn't have, you know, she was working three jobs and we, we only ate like once a day and we had just, you know, like bread with no butter for dinner every night. But like when they make it, guess who they want to give everything to? That person. Whether the mother, whether the father, whoever it was that was their friend, whoever it was that had that relationship, Right. But that tells you that it wasn't well, the, it wasn't that the, it wasn't the money, wasn't that was the money that was in the mother's hand. It wasn't it wasn't like what she had, right? It was what she had in her heart. It was the relationship, was the connection. And again, let me tell you, let me give another, another example. You may be like, oh, you know, I can't identify with that. Okay, let me tell you this. If you if you go through your friends and ask the ones that say, I didn't I didn't engage in this activity. A lot of them is not because they had a mother that was shouting or a father that was smacking them. They say because I respected. When people talk about their parents, the parents they talk about the most endearing, in the most endearing way. It's the parents people like, you know, the funny thing is that my dad never shouted. Oh, my mom never shouted at us. Jonathan, that's the parent that they respect the most. The one that made less noise. The one that connected, that connected with them. Because of the connection they have with that parent, they, it was almost like, we, I owe her my, my allegiance. I, it was almost like I owe them my, my goodwill. Do you understand? Because that parent has purchased, they bought that goodwill. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Guys, my daughter is here asking me to be like orange. Please excuse me, <laughs> because she really was, you know, very, very politely getting my attention. Thank you so much. I, I, one one gift, extra gift that I'll offer you is please give your children permission to interrupt. Nobody is as important as to allow you to give you, like, to make you be rude to your child, right? So I don't give you a permission to. Do you understand? Now, my kids know that I'm on a live video. They're not supposed to be downstairs, but they came downstairs quietly. They got a snack, but she got to a point where she couldn't help herself and her brother had left, right? So please, always, like, always ask, just ask for permission from whoever it is you're talking to, because your child is so important. It's, nobody's, nobody's important enough to allow you to disrespect your child. That's just something that I'll just throw out there. Awesome, awesome. Mm. I was also taking. I was taking my notes too. I was taking my notes. I'm in class again as well. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a perfect mom. I also want my. I want to thrive. I want to thrive as a parent as well. Definitely want to thrive. I just wanted to highlight some of the things that I have um, noted for those who are probably just joining us that Remy has shared with us, and that's um, the fact that one of the reasons why we tend to go the yelling route, you know, shouting route when we're dealing with our kids is we want instant results. And you know, what was coming to my mind when she said that is the fact that we're in a world right now where, um, well, we want instant results. We want instant things. We can't wait the process. We don't want to wait the process. So even with our children, we want you behave like an adult <laughs> from year two. <laughs> you know, even though you're a toddler, think like an adult, you know. We probably even tend to forget their ages when we engage them. So the expectation we have 
depending on the age is just, you know, it's different. It's not the appropriate expectation we should be having for that child at that age, right? Then I also like the fact that you said that, you know, um, it's important for us to realize that not shouting, and I think someone also, um, you know, re-emphasized that comment earlier, not shouting allows us to form alliance with our kids, right? Because the idea is the connection. You cannot really connect with someone who is communicating wrong with you. Anyone who's communicating wrong with you, look at all your friends, look at uncles and aunties, anyone that you've communicated well or that you're connected well with. There's someone that has an open connection with you. And I hear Remy telling us tonight that shouting breaks that connection. Shouting breaks that communication. Shouting does not allow the child feel comfortable enough to come back to you for whatever, you know. And like she said, you know, um, parents who are enjoying some form of goodwill, they paid it way back, you know, they paid it years ago, being open and not, you know, um, taking advantage of the opportunity to express themselves properly when the situation um, came up, you know, years ago. And, you know, when quote you gave, the Yoruba proverb you said, this is a really interesting one because for me, I think that's what many of us hide under. And then, you know, while I was writing it, I was saying in my mind that we think the child is becoming proper, but the child is broken, broken proper. So the child behaves properly on the outside, but on the inside, the child is broken. And like I was sharing on a platform earlier today, those things that will eventually tip that child to a phase where may be beyond return. This is, this is how it builds up. Let me put it that way. The brokenness over and over, over and over. So every time we have such bad communication with raising our voices wrongly, then we are building a storm, building a storm, building a storm. And, but the child will be behaving properly. You, you want the instant result, right? I'll give you instant results. Is this to sit right? I sit right for you. Is it not to touch something? I will not touch that thing for you. Is it not to... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I broke something. You yelled at me. I will not break it. But when I go that far, <laughs> you will need to bring me back. I mean, it will take a lot more work. So I really appreciate that um, point that you've, um, you've shared with us today. And I know that many people will be saying now that, okay, you've already put fear in us now. <laughs> or what can happen if we don't stop it now? What do we do? What do we do? Now, while you share with us the tips, I want you to also factor in the possibility of exceptions. Are there exceptions? So you're going to share with us steps that we can be mindful of as we begin to check the shouting culture, shouting habit or addiction, as the case may be, because some people is addiction, some people is culture, some people is, it's as, it's because, it has become something else for some people, right? We want to know what it is. How, how do we handle it? 
when we have the um, the urge to how what are the are there steps you know and then um, are there exceptions are there exceptions where we could probably stroll down that path sometimes so I would like to know we would like to know okay so the first thing I would say is for people that are saying well. When I shout, because I've heard happy people say, and and it's and I, and I love it. I love that people are comfortable enough to feel from their heart. You know, some people say, "Well, when I shout, my child listens." Right? But here's the thing. So, if your goal was for your child to listen, as in to do what you're saying in the moment, then you've accomplished your goal. But if your goal is for your child to be able to come to that decision to do the right thing, to do to make the right choice by themselves without your influence, then you have failed miserably because compliance is not change of behavior. Mm. Compliance is not change of behavior. If you shout at me, I'm going to do what you said because I'm startled, right? And I'm afraid. But when you're not there to shout at me, I'm going to do what I want to do because you haven't, you haven't taken me through a learning experience. Yeah. You haven't taken me to, you haven't, you haven't changed my heart. You haven't changed what I believe about this thing. You know, so if your goal is, for example, you take your kids to church and, you know, a lot of us do this. I know I do. I'm not going to lie. I do. And you are, <laughs> look, I'm not going to lie. And I'm going to tell you what the Holy Spirit told me. Um, and you, you're upset because they're not, maybe it's time for prayer. And like they're just distracted, you know, they're worship, they're, they're not clapping their hands, you understand? Um, and so you're, you're shouting at your child to clap their hands. You're shouting at your child to, to close their eyes and pray. You're shouting at your child to say amen. Like you are provoking your child to wrath in the middle of the, the service, right? Like completely breaking the move of the spirit. Listen, I'm talking about myself. I'm not talking about you guys. Exactly. This is just mm-hmm. me talking about myself, right? Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is like, um, you know, if you practice this at home, maybe they'll be used to it. Just, <laughs> just an idea. You know, when I do my devotion, when I have my quiet time, when my husband and I pray, my kids are not there, right? When I have my like praise and worship sessions, my children are not there. Mm. When we do, we do the prayer with them, it's really just okay. Come, we come together and we pray. So they don't have the experience. They only have the experience at, at church of any kind of praise and worship. So they're just like, oh, this is different. Exactly. And you know, this is noisy. <laughs> Playtime. Right. And then when they're in children's church, right? Children's church is a whole different kind of program. Yeah. So there's no, you know, praise and worship per se. They do all of the activities, almost like they're in school, right? Yeah. And so when it comes to adult church on the days where there's no children's church, maybe like midweek service, and they're, they're not doing the right things. And let me know, like, and I look across, and there's some children that are doing it. But I know that those children, are, like, I know their lifestyle. They have church at home. So when those children hear praise and worship songs, like, they're like... Abraham blessings on us. You know, they're just like they are singing the songs, they're dancing. You can tell that this one, the dog is at home. Exactly. You understand? Yeah. So I digress. I don't even know why I went there because this is like God just wanted to just open open my business. It's okay as long as one person is getting help. That's fine. Yeah. Um. But you see, compliance is not change of behavior. So you have to decide what is my goal. What is my goal? Right? What is my goal with the shouting? What am I trying to achieve? If all you're trying to do is let your child 
um, like do what you're saying immediately. Go ahead, right? But if you want more, if you want change of behavior, then that's not the way. Now I'm gonna tell you what you can do. One of the things that you can do, you can use time. You know, there's a research that says, that shows that the human brain, it takes the, the empathy side of the brain. It's, it takes longer to come to the front than the, the um, uh, what's the other part? Anyways, your, the part that, that makes you talk fast and that makes you answer quick, that makes your emotions to react, right? It's fast. The empathy side of your brain, it comes a few seconds after that part. Mm. So you have to give yourself time for your second part of your brain to catch up. Mm. Right? Your logical side and your empathic side to catch up. When they catch up, that's when wisdom happens. Mm. When you allow your logic to go before your empathy, that's not wisdom. Mm. So wisdom is not this mythical thing that, oh, the Bible says that if you ask God, God will give you wisdom. Yes. When God gives you something, he gives you a formula. He says, okay, I will give you the ability to slow down so that your logic and your empathy can come together. Yeah. It's not magic. God is not giving you uh, just it is like an out of body experience. No, because you still have the choice. Yeah. So wisdom is not a, a magical thing. You can you can have wisdom. It's like I have a book. I can choose, or you have a pen. You can choose to use your pen to write, or you can use to choose to use your finger to try and make prints on your paper. Yeah. You have a pen, which is wisdom. You yeah. can choose to use it. Yeah. So the wisdom that God is giving you is that. Your logic, which he has already put. So everything that God is giving us, he's not giving us anything new from heaven. He has provided everything that we need. So he's just giving the ability to recognize that, okay, now, logic and empathy, they need to fuse together and proceed, right? So you have to give yourself time. Give your children time to complete tasks. You want your children to, you give them food. And you're like, they take like two hours to eat. Okay, why? Then give them their food two hours earlier. You can't give your child food 15 minutes before you, you're going now because just realize that, oh, you, you planned to go out at 1 o'clock and then you give your child food at 12.45. So now you're washing the child, so you have to shout because that child is not designed to eat fast. They're designed to eat in two hours. Give that, give them that. You should have given them their food at 11 o'clock. It's not their fault that you were irresponsible with the calculation of the time. Do you understand? So give your children time to complete tasks. You don't, if your child... Um, they have to leave the house by 7 a.m. to get to school on time. They wake them up at 5. Do you understand? Like, if waking them up at 5, like, if whatever it is, give them extra time. You know, if you, if you, if you know that, oh, your child takes them 30 minutes to wake up, then build that 30 minutes into your schedule. Like, give them time. So give your children time to complete tasks, but also use time yourself for your logical side of your brain and your empathic side of your brain to fuse, to produce wisdom, right? Um, understand your child's development. Understand what, what... Where you are. Should I go ahead? Yes, let's go ahead. Good, awesome. We're back now. All right. So you are just in us. Yes, so what was I? So I was talking about Giving them extra time if they need extra time. The strategies. Yeah, so the strategies. About the strategies now. Simple things that you can do to 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 help, right? So one of the things is time. Use time. Use time to your advantage. Give your children extra time to complete tasks. 
give them give them realistic timelines, mm. right? And then give yourself use time use time for to allow your time to cool off. You know, so 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 here's one very simple, and this one is probably possible that everyone has hand sanitizer in here. Okay. <laughs> um, when you get upset, grab your hand sanitizer, put it on your hand, rub it. You see, the time that it takes your hand sanitizer to disappear on your hand, right? It's enough time for you to actually cool down. So don't talk to your child in the heat of the moment. Some, mm. some parents, there's a misconception that if I don't address it right now, yeah. if I don't tell them right now, then I'm going to lose that moment. No, mm. if your goal is for your child to learn, for a learning experience to take place, learning experience doesn't take place in the heat. Learning experience takes place when your child can hear you. Mm. And when you're barking, orders that your child, they can't hear you, mm. right? You time to calm down and give your child more time to complete tasks. Now, another thing that you can do is manage your triggers. So you want to plan for your success. So I'll, I'll tell you the, the great parent framework. The great parent framework is pray, plan, prioritize. Right, so prayer is number one for me because uh, the, the 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 way that I know, right, that I have tried, that I know is true, and that I believe to be true to to build those strong relationships with your children is through positive discipline mm. and Christ-centered leadership. Mm. For me, it's not one or the other. Yeah. Right. There, 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 there are places that you go that only talk about positive discipline, and positive discipline come works yeah right it works but for me what i found to be true is using worldly strategies for kingdom purpose mm. and so if your child is a gift from god yeah if your child is truly a heritage of the lord that means that means your child is from the culture of god mm. do you know what that means like it's from the tribe of god so god gave you a member of his tribe as for you to be a custodian then it means that you cannot just use worldly strategies. Mm. It means that you're, when you're using worldly strategies, you're using it for kingdom purpose. So just like in in when you're when you think about, uh, you know, a church or a mosque or whatever it is, you need worldly cash, right, to build those edifices. Yeah, you need worldly cash to pay. For the light to stay on, mm. right? There's no Holy Ghost fire that's going to keep your lights on. <laughs> you have to yeah. Do you understand? God doesn't work like that. He doesn't do magic. Mm. There are some supernatural times I've heard people that say, "Oh, I drove from this place to this place, and I didn't have a tank of gas." It wasn't because they said, "I'm going to dare God. I'm going to go around with Holy Ghost gas." No, mm. it's because they were in a desperate situation, and God said, "You know what? I'll show you, and I'm there with you." Mm. Do you understand? So it's not, it's not a, it's not something that you just like, oh, please, I'm no longer, I'm not, I'm, from, I'm of this world, but I'm not of this world, so I'm no longer going to buy gas in my car. I'm just yeah. going to, you know, meanwhile, you're using money to buy designer bags, mm. you're using money to buy uh, other things, you're using money to fly business class, but you are saying, oh, I'm not going to put gas in my car because I want God to show me his power. Mm. It doesn't work for me. Do you yeah. understand? So you can use all these strategies for kingdom purpose, right? And so manage your triggers. You know, when you think about praying, planning, and prioritize, planning is is where you plan for success. If you don't plan for success, like your failure is 
inevitable. Exactly, right? exactly. So you plan, and by planning, you, for example, I'll give you an example. So I have a, I have, I have, a, I have one of my, one of my children sucks, suck their thumb, and oof, I never like imagined that I, Jola, would have a child that sucks. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> because sucking, like people, like chewing loudly or like mouth sounds. It's my pet peeve, right? It's the thing that can make me feel like drilling my head into a wall. Like, <laughs> it really like, gets under my skin. You know how sometimes when you take like a like a crown of um, a coke, yeah, coke a bottle, bottle, yeah. People that live in countries where our bottles are actually like uh, glass bottles. Yeah, the glass bottle. The crown. Yes. And you scratch the crown on the floor. I said, oh, you know, some people can't stand that sound. Yeah. That's how I feel about people sucking. <laughs> so I never imagined that I that I would have a child that sucks. So it's for me, it's a huge trigger. Mm. But I realized too that mm. when I get so upset, it's something that he cannot help. Yeah. Something that he's like sometimes he tells me, you know, I, I, I don't want to suck, but I just find myself sucking, and I can tell because when I tell him, please take hands out of your mouth <laughs> in like two seconds, it's blocking, it's an unconscious behavior, right? Yeah. But it's a trigger for me. So I plan for that trigger. So when I wake up in the morning and I see him, if he doesn't have like something wrapped around his finger, I call him, hey, come on, let's, let's, you know, let's wrap, you know, because I'm just, I'm doing what is supposed to prevent me yeah, from, from, from getting to the point where I'm upset. Yeah. You know, he may not have the, 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 the bandaid around his finger the whole day. Mm-hmm. But it sets the intention for me. Exactly. So I've been able to calm myself down from the start so that when I even see him that's a band-aid and maybe he's talking, I'm more present to say, hey, take your take hand out of your mouth, right? So plan for your triggers. Plan to, to like, go ahead, like, preempt your triggers, mm. right? Plan to, to, to stop them before they happen. So plan. Um, and then the third one is peace. So... Uh, pray, no, prioritize. So, what are you prioritizing? For me, there's one thing that you want to prioritize, mm. and you want to prioritize peace, whatever that looks like for you. Don't, this is where, you know, people, you know, some people say, oh, there's no one size fits all. Mm. And you're absolutely right. Some people say there's no, there's no, um, you do what works for you. Oh, mm. this one is good. You know, people, when they want to be lazy and they want to do, whatever, you know, they want to do. Yeah. They will tell you, well, you do whatever works for you. Mm. Let me tell you something. If we all did whatever works for us, because let me tell you, going to jail for murder doesn't work for everybody. Mm. I mean, if I murder somebody, I'd rather not go to jail. I'd rather be in my house. Do you understand? Like, I'd rather you, the, the government say, hey, Remy, just 
be chilling at home. You know, <laughs> if I even get to type in, as long as you don't come out to the public, yeah. right, and you are safe and secure in your home, mm. that's okay. But yeah. guess what? That's not the way life is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You still have to follow the laws of the land. So you face the consequences of whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. That you do. So, no, parenting doesn't work by doing whatever works for you. Yeah. There's one thing that works for everyone. That's why there's no substitute for love. It's the same one love. Whether you are black, white, purple, mm-hmm. green, indigo, yeah. love is love. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Yeah. Do, it doesn't matter. Like, there's no other definition for love. Love is love. There's no other definition for kindness. Yeah. There's no replacement for food. Do you understand? You can have a different diet, mm. but there's no, there's no, I've not, I've not heard of a place where they say, okay, in place of food now, you can just plug yourself into a wall and you'll be charged up. Mm. There's no replacement for food. Mm. So no, it, you can't just do whatever works for you. Yeah. There's one thing that works for all of us, right? And that one thing is peace. So whatever that peace looks like for you now, this is where you have your creative, um, uh, you can diversify, yeah. right? What does peace look like for me? For me, peace looks like when I build my children's schedule, especially now that they're on summer holiday, I don't need a million and one things on that schedule. I don't have time for virtual camps. I already know my kids are not even interested in virtual camps right now because they've just done virtual homeschool exactly. and struggled through yeah. it. Yeah. Right? So I know that they only know those things. So what I have is I have four things that they do when they wake up. You know, when they wake up, you know, pray, bath, wear your clothes, eat breakfast, or something like that. Jonathan, whatever your four things are, that's fine. Yeah. And then we have white space in the morning. That white space, we can decide what we're doing in that white space. That's where each family can get creative. And then we have a set of three things that lead us into lunch and out of lunch. That mm. lunch time period. And then we have white space. And anybody can fill in that white space. Yeah. Then in the evening, we have like three things that lead us to bed. Mm. Right? So, for me, that's what peace looks like right now. Yeah. For somebody else, peace may look like, look, wake up whenever you like. <laughs> Watch as much TV as you like. Yeah. You know, peace can, like, whatever peace looks like to you, prioritize peace. For somebody else, peace may look like this is the time to pick up their business and they maybe they were a, um, uh, maybe they had a restaurant and now they're like, oh, we're starting catering services. Mm-hmm. You know, so the person is working extra hard to get those orders out and all of those. That's all peace looks like for them. That's fine. Yeah. Right? So you don't dis- you don't decide what your own peace looks like based on, on what's doing, what somebody else is doing. Mm. If everyone online right now is talking about pivoting your business and the best marketing skills and the best uh, virtual selling skills and the best online product and the best this, <laughs> and that doesn't give you peace, mm. shut it out. Yeah. Prioritize peace, mm. the peace of your family. Yeah. One of the things that I'm doing to prioritize peace for myself and by default for my family is I'm stopping everything that I'm doing. Like nine o'clock is now my new bedtime. I haven't been successful every single day. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> you know, I've intention, right? Because I realized that I'm in a different season. Yeah. When a different, like this is unprecedented time. Mm-hmm. So the way I was even doing things before, my schedule before, it's not sustainable. Before, I've always worked for myself and I've always worked at home. So back in the time when my kids were going to school or 
let's say there was no even even in in, in summertime by now my kids will be in camp like they'll be in summer camp they may not be in summer camp for the whole eight weeks yeah but at least probably at least three or four weeks out yeah. of that camp mm-hmm. out of that eight weeks yeah then camp and then there's a four-week period where i will take them to nigeria for holiday and i was looking forward to that this year but it's not happening mm-hmm. so we've just been through this crazy shocker of lockdown from and, and homeschooling that mm-hmm. i was not cut out for mm-hmm. like i'm not cut out for homeschooling in what any shape or form and then i'm now in summer holiday mm-hmm. and i still haven't gotten so for the past three months i haven't gotten a break a break mm-hmm. and my schedule before was oh i will sleep at any time i can sleep by 12 i can sleep at one because in the morning, seven o'clock, my kids, whether they like it or not, they're out of the house. Exactly. <laughs> I can decide to sleep another three, four hours mm. and start my day. I own my schedule. Yeah. Do you understand? But now, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. So prioritize peace. Whatever peace looks like for you right now, prioritize peace. When you're peaceful, and you see peace is another name for self-love. It's another name for self-care. But peace is also... Another name for keeping peace within your home. Mm. So, for example, if like keeping your voice calm, speaking to your children in a calm voice, making sure that okay, no matter what, if peace is your priority. So, when your child, so this is my remember you guys remember in the last video I showed you this 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 jar mm-hmm. of marbles. Yeah, that has water in it. That, that shouldn't have water. Yeah, if peace works, is is my is my goal. Then I'm going, when I see this thing, I'm, I'm going to calm down. I'm going to be like, okay, in the name of peace, right? <laughs> how do I handle this? Yeah, right. So, inspiration. I don't know if you are if you've been following, but we've said there's a there's a portion where you now diversify into doing what works for your home. But peace is peace. Love is love. Like the underlying the anchor is the same. Yeah. Right, so you, we, I, I like to take that statement with a grain of salt, and I just want to clarify, just in case anybody else is on here and hasn't heard the back backstory, is that you do what works, what's what's best for your home, um, but you do you do what's right, so to speak, right? You, your anchor is the same, so you you some people because you can justify anything yeah i've heard people justify spare the word and spoil the child and i beg to differ because the bible says the, the bible says spare the word and spoil the child it says people the father loves right it disciplines right so spare the word and spoil the child because when you love like when you love your child right that's why you discipline mm. but the bible goes on to explain to us what that word does what that what the what the what that rod is, and it says, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Yeah. Nobody ever, they're, they're, you just, you know, you're just like, oh, two different things. Mm. You don't bring them together. Yeah. But that's what it is. Mm. You know, the same Bible that says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, the same Bible, the, ne- the very next verse says, fathers, don't provoke your children to wrath. Yeah. It's the very next verse. But you don't hear people talking about that. Mm. We can make anything work for us if, if, if you really want to you can argue anything even if it wasn't right yeah. we're talking about tips so the first thing we said we pray we said plan plan is managing your triggers you know preempting your triggers and so that you can so that when they come you're not surprised 
And if you're, you're not surprised, then you don't need to use the surprise emotion. You can use a planned emotion, right? So that's planning. And then prioritizing peace. So whatever that peace looks like. If peace for you right now, but right now, peace looks for me, looks like only working two days a week. Now, this peace may not be possible for other, other families, and that's okay. Do what works for you. Somebody like me, who can take, who can own, who can manage to, like I can, I, in the summer, right now, I'm only working twice a week. And um, I, I, not only am I working twice a week, I, I have, like, I have crafted my schedule in, in, a, in a way that gives me, so for me, I'm working twice a week, then I'm coming to tell you, and, 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 and I'm coming in the neighbors, a parenting experts, right, and I'm saying, hey, this is the schedule that you should be following for your family, mm. and these are the things that you should be doing, mm. you have time for your child five times a day, mm. and da 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 and this and that, meanwhile, I'm only working twice a week. Wow. Three days out of the week, my children have my attention. Yeah. Do you understand? Then I'm coming to tell you who has to jump on five um five conference calls a day. Yeah. And I'm making you feel guilty because you you your children are watching TV all day. Uh peace right now looks like your children watching TV all day. If that's what's going to give you peace, just as a prioritize peace. Yeah. Don't let anybody's any nobody should be your measure for peace or your yardstick. This is where you can do what works for your family, mm. right? Mm. Um, yeah. So prioritize peace, and then the, another prioritizing peace is is prioritizing self care, prioritizing putting putting prioritizing self love. Because mm. sometimes we're so focused on taking care of our families that we don't we don't even pay attention to ourselves, you know. And you now start realizing that oh, I'm burnt out. Oh, I'm not as you know. I'm, I feel I'm moving slower than I should. My it's like my brain is not powering up like it should. I know all these things because I've been there. So prioritizing peace also means peace within yourself. As an inner peace, right? You can prioritize external peace. You know, that's like temperature of your house and making sure that everything, everybody's happy and, mm-hmm. you know, there's no shouting and all of these things that manage your triggers, blah, blah, blah. But there's an internal peace too that needs, that needs to be address yeah so prioritize that internal peace as well whatever that looks like for you mm-hmm. if that looks like you sleeping at nine o'clock you sleep at nine o'clock yeah. right if that looks like you your children watching tv all day so you can just have a moment just of peace then do that whatever peace is one thing that i know peace doesn't bring guilt so if there's guilt then it's, there's no there's, that's not peace mm-hmm. Mm. So it means that you need to go back and just be like, okay, why am I feeling this guilt? Mm. And then you realize that, oh, it's not because I'm looking at this person, what this person is doing, and I'm feeling bad because I'm not giving my children the same experience. Yeah. Do you understand? If you're working outside of the home and you see somebody on Instagram who is taking their children to from one place to the other, and you're feeling bad because you're not giving your child the same experience, mm. that's no peace. Mm. You have no prioritized peace. Yeah. So you need to go back to the drawing board and prioritize peace. Mm. And that peace is telling yourself whatever pepped up you have to tell yourself that okay, well, this is my own reality. Yeah. 
Do you understand? And mm-hmm. the truth is, your children love you regardless. It doesn't take, they don't care what other people are doing. They don't care that, that people are, you know, whatever it is, they care that you're their parents. They care that you have, you, you, you are demonstrating peace. They care that you are talking to them calmly. They, mm-hmm. they care that you're intentionally building the relationship. Yeah. You know, they care that, oh, my mom is working uh, all day on her computer, but during her lunch, she comes upstairs and we all have lunch together. You know, they care for those little things that no matter what, you know, you may not have a hundred step uh, bedtime routine, right? Like a fancy bedtime routine. You know how people say, oh, uh, you know, you know, reading is important. Yes. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But let me tell you something. It's not practical to read it to your children every night. Mm. Parenting coaches don't get me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it may not be practical. It may be practical for some people. Yeah. It may not be practical for you, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So prioritize peace. How how it looks for your family. What brings your family peace? Mm. Prioritize that. Mm. Right. One of the things that kept me, you know, and this has nothing to do with parenting, but I just don't let it here. One of the things that kept my husband and I kind of stuck. Um at least for me, kept me stuck for a while, was, you know, when, when I first got married, they, I, I read all these books, get all these things that said, oh, you must have, like, prayer time with your husband. And it was like that prayer time had to be daily. And so, like, like the first year was a struggle because we just could never have that, that daily time, just, it just, it just didn't quite work, right? And so I can count how many times I probably prayed in that first year. But I was carrying this guilt that ah, somehow we're starting our marriage off wrong. Mm. We're not doing it well. Mm. You know, um, until somebody spoke wisdom to me one day and said, whatever you choose, just be consistent with it. Yeah. You choose to have one like massive prayer every month and you have, you're consistent with it for 12, 12 months, just be consistent. If you choose to have it once a week, be consistent. Whatever you choose yeah. to do, just be consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, you may be saying, "Oh, um, oh, because I, because you can't read the books you have every single night for bedtime. You can't do it every single night, mm-hmm. and you can do it once a week. Mm-hmm. Let your children know the day. Yeah. So they look forward to it. Oh, on Wednesdays, mommy and daddy definitely must read to us. It's okay. recovery journey <laughs> yeah. the recovery journey fantastic fantastic okay i know a lot of people just joined us in the la- just on this um we connect because we caught up at some point and i was able to take notes again and i just wanted to you know emphasize those points for anyone who has been here again or who, who just joined and um i would say that remy is really 
you know, oozing out tonight for us. Uh, I really don't know. I hope everybody just took their notes. <laughs> of course, this will be available for replay, but um, let, let me try and share some of the things that I got. Um, on the tips, right? I think something that I feel she said that will be key is the triggers. The triggers. It's very key. And, you know, because I also am in the coaching space, I understand that when you're trying to deal with anything, awareness is important, but awareness of what it is that is starting that thing. And, you know, she started even before getting to the point of triggers by saying, give your children time. And I think that is the biggest issue with, that is one of the biggest reasons behind uh, shouting, because there's no time and we're usually in a hurry. So we're like, I want you to be out of the house at this time. I want you to make your room at this time. I want you to be in bed by this time. I want, you know, time is really one of the things that we, we really need to watch out for. And I'm hearing this for the first time, that if your child eats for two hours, give the child two hours to eat. That was, that was a funny one for me because I was like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But for me, I'm just thinking that I, I think anyone who has two, three kids will probably have one that eats really slow. You know, we all have that one child that does not want to be rushed when it comes to a meal, you know, but knowing that you need to be aware of that is very important. And of course, prioritizing peace. I like the fact that we also try to emphasize the fact that, you know, there's something key or universal. I'll use the word universal about peace. So don't think that, oh, peace is just anything that I define peace as. No, <laughs> there's still a general way peace needs to be looked at. So for example, peace will not give you guilt. There'll be no guilt around it. And which, which Remy already told us. But another one that's coming to my mind is peace will also empower you. Peace will be, will give you a long-term good. So you cannot say, oh yes, I'm at peace, I'm at peace. But at the end of the day, it's like saying that, oh yes, I'm at peace, I can let my child watch TV all day. Well, at that point, it's, it's giving you some form of sanity, but it's not a long-term peace. If you really look at it, so some of the decisions you're going to make with giving you peace, you also have to think long-term. In the long-term, what's going to be the effect of this decision that is giving me temporary peace? Because you can have that temporary peace, but long-term, the effect may not be. So you want to consider that that's what I'll just add then. And I like the fact can that... I, can I say something yeah. before you go on to the next point? Yeah. So uh, I love what you just said about um, peace. And so, so the thing is, you have to realize that what is peaceful in this season may not be peaceful in the next season. Exactly. Right. So in this season right now where we have been like right now, some people are still struggling with homeschooling because mm -hmm. they're still in the trenches, right? My kids are on holiday now. Yeah. Um, so peace looks different yeah. for you as, as a mother that is or a father that is homeschooling mm -hmm. and working or whatever it is, right? Next month, it may look different. So right now, you may, your kids may be watching TV all day. Right, and then next month you may need to change the space. Yeah. So for me, one of the things that we did is my my children in normal times, which I don't know what are ever going to be normal, right? <laughs> uh, is they, my kids my kids didn't watch TV. They had no screen time during the week. They only had screen time in the weekend, and that weekend wasn't even like all day. Yeah. But I realized that these children are now at home. They're spending exactly more time. time at home. Yeah. Their yeah. school time, everything's at mm -hmm, home. Mm -hmm. So I have to switch. So we now had like a two hour window where they could watch the cat's screen time. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Right? Because I realized that telling them that they cannot watch TV is, is it was easy when they were work. going out. Yeah, exactly. You see what I'm saying? Because the option, the alternative so is there. You, you come to me and you and Remy says, Oh, my children don't watch TV during the week. <laughs> and you're looking like, 
Ah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. When it's time to come back in the evening, we have things that we're doing. I can occupy them. Exactly. Because exactly. there's a rule and they know, so they don't even, they, they, they get creative with other people. Yeah. Right? So don't compare yourself to Remy that has a plan. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So, so I love, I love that. And I just mm. wanted to point that out. Yeah. That you, your, your piece in one season can mm-hmm. look different. And then also, I love how you said, you know, peace empowers, peace doesn't cause guilt. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll add one more thing. Peace doesn't cause harm. Exactly. It doesn't cause harm. So you, it may be peaceful to you, but it's causing harm to your family. Exactly. Right? Exactly. It may be peaceful to you to shout at your children. Ooh. Right? Because it causes an instant silence. Yeah. But it causes harm to them. Yeah. You know, it may be peaceful. So if something is working for mm-hmm. you, if your if family unit, family unit uh, is, consists of the parents mm-hmm. or parents as as you know whatever that family dynamic is like if it's a single parent home then it consists of parents yeah parents and children or child yeah or it consists of mm-hmm. parents so mother father and children or child right yeah, yeah. you're only thriving if there's no way you see that tree can thrive mm-hmm. if the leaves are brown and the leaves are full it's not it's not giving off leaves yeah Right, but it's 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 a big mighty tree, but yeah. it has branches mm-hmm. and no no leaves, no flowers, no yeah. fruits. Yeah. The tree is not thriving. Mm-hmm. So the 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 um the trunk of the tree is alive, is thriving as well, but the whole tree is not thriving. So just because something is working for you, if it's not working for you and your entire family, then you're not thriving. So that, so that, those are things to consider because. Mm-hmm. Peace doesn't harm. Peace doesn't harm. Peace edifies. Yes, it edifies. Exactly. Yeah. Like one person, just like saying, "Oh, you are okay," but when you, when they ask about your husband, it's like, "Well, that's his business. Even if he's stressed, me, I'm okay." <laughs> exactly. I mean, what what is the purpose of you? Like, for example, in a home where, and again, I'm digressing, but I just feel like someone needs to hear this. In a home where, if you're if you're um and and you know. For 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 sake of controversy and um, just I'm going to switch the rules, right? I'm going to say if the wife your your wife was a millionaire, but you went tattered shoes, and your kids have to go to the neighbor's house for dinner, is your family thriving? No, mm. right? But if your if if the if the family was a millionaire, like the family units has millions in the family accounts, mm-hmm. right? Because it now belongs to the community, mm-hmm. that family. It's different. So if your peace is only serving you yeah. and not somebody else, because you can be peaceful by, by ignoring everybody. Exactly. <laughs> you can't you can be peaceful by, by keeping malice. You know, you're not talking to your husband for one year mm. or one month. Or you're you're not you lock yourself in your room and you're not even interested in the children. Mm. And your domestic staff is the one that takes your children for money so you don't even know what they What's look on? like. And and before I leave this 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 topic, I'd like to say this if you have domestic staff and they are largely um involved involved in taking care of your children, it's fine. No problem with that, right? Please, at least once a week, bathe for your children. If your children are still on in the age where you have you can touch their body and you can see their nakedness without them being uncomfortable. Please touch your child's body at least once a week. Once a week, you should go through their body like a book. Make sure there are no new scars. Make sure there's no trauma. Do you understand? Don't give anybody the, the 
the um, upper hand. Confidence that yeah. oh, she will never find out. She mm. doesn't. She, she doesn't. She doesn't check their bodies. So yeah. She will never find out. Yeah. Do you understand? So please. Yes. Peace does not hurt. That's my. Fantastic. Thank you for that. I, I, I was actually going to come to seasons. Seasons was the next thing that I noted there. So it was interesting that when you were responding to that, you already mentioned seasons because it's a very key thing that we push in the Thrive at Home and then Thrive Like Cedar community, understanding seasons. This is very key. It's the reason why some of us get dissatisfied easily. It's the reason why some of us push ourselves to the point of frustration because we are not aware you need to understand the season that you're in and make the right changes. I keep using this analogy. If you're in a temperate country, a country that goes through the four seasons of the year, you will not be wearing the same thing in winter like you do in summer. When your season changes, you need to be aware, my season has changed, this is changing. Something has changed. Your relationship with your husband, you know, one of you has to step up, someone has to step down, you're now on the same level. So you just need to know that. If you don't know that, you will struggle. And then what happens is when we do, compa when we do compare, we also compare without being aware of the seasons. So Remy has said now that she, she's probably switching to two days a week but some people will be using what they've seen of her before or what they see her doing and use that as a yardstick for, you know, how they want to stretch. It doesn't work that way. You're going to go to a point where you'll be frustrated and all of that. Um, the only thing I want to add, and I think I will add that because we're talking parenting at this moment, is what I think can also help uh, is when you know each child and their tendency. And the reason why I'm pointing this is because of the example you gave about the sucking. If you're a child, if you're a mom that wasn't aware that that child struggles with sucking right now and already putting in strategies to assist that child, you would have been going on a destructive route to sorting it out. But you are aware. Now, what, what we need to also understand is that different kids have different inclinations. And the reason why we, we, if we look at the triggers, which we mentioned earlier about being able to determine the triggers, also knowing that when you know that child really well, there are some things you're on the watch out for. So for example, I know, I'm not sure if I heard it from you, but I know that in the um, personality space, which I'm, I'm certified in, there are some categories of people that loss of control makes them misbehave. So the reason why some parents are probably yelling at some category of kids is because that child has lost I feel the sense of not having control over certain choices. So if you have a child like that, you want to make sure that you are giving the child choices. Because what happens is you cannot come to such a child and say, even if the child is very small and say, even if the child is three years old and say, you are wearing this blue dress to church today, that's it. And then the child says no and throws tantrum. You have 10 minutes to get out of the house to go to church or to go to somewhere important. That child needs the option of choices. So what I always tell people is, if you really want the child to wear the blue, you get a brown that you know the child doesn't like. And you say, pick between the blue and the brown. And then the child is forced to take probably your choice because you probably feel that everybody's wearing blue that day, that's the color of the day or something like that. But you need to understand some kids need choices. Some kids need, um, uh, just, um, what I call it, they need, um, they need to have some form of, um, Oh, like, sorry. sorry, yes, yes, some kids need that. But then I was also looking at another category. Some other kids want to have outdoor. You can, you, so if that child that is an outdoor person or a craft person, you can't box that child because if the child is craving for something or the child is now a, a child that is crafty, right? Takes scissors and begins to tear something that is important because you did not give the child something that the child could cut. 
then you start to yell because you do not understand. So what's coming to your mind is you're, you're probably comparing the child to your growing up and you're thinking, who cuts? What are you making? You know? So what I'm just saying is that in addition to um, season, understanding the season of your life, your family, and maybe what's happening outside and how it influences your family, you also now need to know each child to be able to say, if I can understand this child better, I am better prepared not to yell <laughs> because the struggle many of us have is I don't get you because we don't know how different that child is from us. So I really like yeah. that sucking I, example, I that, that sucking example that you give us. I will use the example of this. This is like <laughs> now the style show, right? That show this to It's such a good example because yeah. I know the child like this. Do So my strategy now is to ask him, okay, let's pour the water in together and let's explore what does the marble do in water that is so Interesting, intriguing. intriguing. <laughs> Until he figures it out, he's going to keep pouring water in it. Yeah. I know he has the reason for pouring water in it. You know, and it's important to know your child. It's important to know what makes that child tick. You know, it helps you to, to preempt your triggers. It exactly. helps you to stop them before exactly. they even happen. Exactly, exactly. Right? And it's important to understand the the the... the like the um, the point of development your child is in. So, for example, you have a teenager, and you've met Mrs. A or Mr. A, and Mr. A says, "Oh, my child, I've never had issues with this child." Like when you tell them something, they do it, hmm. and the child is the same seventeen-year-old as your own child. And I want ah, my child. When I tell them, hey, they're like, "B, you know, <laughs> well, here's the thing." Mr. A's teenager is an anomaly. Mm. It's an anomaly. A, a, the, the, I mean, the, the, the development average, of a teenager yeah, the average is such teenager. that they're going to question everything. They're yeah. going to push back on everything. Mm. What is the strategy for it? Yeah. A teenager wants to be heard. They want to be heard because they are now getting to the point where their hormones are even doing crazy things on the inside of them. Mm. And they've gone to a point where they're like, I have a say in the world. Yeah. You know, and you don't want to kill that. You just have to understand that this child is a teenager and this is what teenagers do. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean that you condone it, but it means that you can manage it. It means that you can guide it. It means that you can use it to their advantage and mm-hmm. yours. Yeah. You understand how to, like, you understand that, for example, if you're a teenager, you tell them to go and clean up their room. Yeah. And they walk up to their room and they slam the door. Mm. I beg you, don't follow them into the room. I'm like, why did you slam the door? How rude. What do you mean? That is... Guess what's going to happen? The room won't get cleaned. You will have thoughts. You are, you are, you are exasperated. You are feeling guilty. You have gotten to word wars with your child mm-hmm. that you shouldn't even have. Yeah, yeah. You've annoyed the child. Mm-hmm. Nothing good has come out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a hopeless situation. Yeah. Right? Now, what you should do, you if you if you absolutely must, you can go into the room. Completely ignore the fact that they, they slammed the door. Pretend like you didn't hear it. And just remind I just wanted to remind you. I want to make sure that you heard me. You have 30 minutes to stay in your room until this happens. And a consequence. A consequence that 
they have known of before. Mm. Not a surprise. Yeah. So using consequences, consequences is another tool that we didn't get into. Yes, yes. I noticed that now that you mentioned that, I was like, yes, I had that last year. <laughs> what yeah. happened? We didn't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. We didn't get into, didn't get into that. by itself is a whole, whole webinar. Yeah. I, mean, I, did, I, did, I did it. It's two hour teaching of consequences. Yes, yes, yes. I do. Right. I remember. So it's, 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 it's quite extensive. It's extensive. You know? Um, so if you guys go again, if you go into the, the, the link in my best parents, and you take the free, the three day, the free three day no child challenge, mm-hmm. it'll help you with some of that. It doesn't go into all of the details of consequences, but yeah. it'll let me give you some tips. Wow. But you go in, you remind the child, I just want to tell you, just to make sure that you heard me, mm. that you have 30 minutes to clean your room. So you are reiterating what you are asking them to do. Yeah. You are not giving ear to the fact that they, they slam the door. Mm. That's not your concern. Mm. Because you can you can still talk to your child and slamming the door after they've cleaned their room. Then you go to them and be like, hey, I noticed the last time I told you to me, I noticed that you slammed the door. Here's why you didn't like it. Mm. And here's what like this is and I don't want this to happen again. You have their attention because mm. they're like, oh, you heard me, you didn't do anything. Mm. Your child, oh, you slam the door. I didn't like that. That's not new information. They know you don't like it. <laughs> they don't, they don't, they absolutely know you don't like it, mm. right? But you, 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 you become the bigger person. Yeah. When you let them, you allow them to finish their phoning, mm. right? But they've accomplished what you want. As long as your room is clean, yeah. then we can have a discussion about it. Mm. You have better chance of them not repeating that behavior. Yeah. Because guess what? They now know that, oh, that was a waste of my time and my energy because I'm still going to have to clean my room. Yeah. What they were trying to do was to confuse you so that you can't mm. get to fight. They, they still don't have to clean their room. Yeah. But they're like, oh, even though I ruined my eyes, I still have to clean my room. So what's what they're ruining my eyes? There's no point. Mm. So even they themselves, that's where that logic and everybody comes together. With exactly. A learning experience has taken place at all. Oh, well, this doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, as well just want to clean my room because she doesn't even care if I ruin my eyes. Do you understand? Yeah. She's going to come and talk to my family after. And I still have to clean my room. So it's like I lose both ways. I might as well just clean my room. Mm. True, true. Wow, wow. Thank you. Sorry, I was just trying to type in something here. Thank you, Remy. We really, really appreciate that. All those tips, all those tips. But I think one that I think I would not forget tonight, you know, in addition to all the ones that I have in my jottings from last year, <laughs> was when you said, Compliance does not mean change of heart or it doesn't mean change in behavior. And we really need to look out for that. I, I sense that there's a lot more that we could have gotten from Remy tonight. But I mean, it's like saying, nobody, just don't go sleep. Let's listen to her pour out everything. <laughs> now, that's not going to be possible. Now, what we try to do with Crossroads um, is that I have an understanding that sometimes we learn things. And um, if we're not giving time to learn it deeper, have conversations around it or practice it, all we have is an illusion of competence. And I always tell people that. You need to go deeper into some, especially if that thing you're learning means anything to you. I always tell people, if you look at all the conferences, webinars, seminars, all sorts of trainings you've been to in the past, you can actually pick the ones 
that you still remember till today, although you're practicing even books. Some of us have read more than 50 books in our lifetime. The ones that you remember anything from till today are the ones that you have repeated work on, you have had conversations around, you have actually started to implement some things in. And that's the reason why for Crossroads, we try to you know, continue with either a masterclass, a mastermind group, or a bootcamp of some sort. Now, we still have one pending for the finance one we did last, last, um, last quarter, and, and I will be bringing out you know, our plans on that very soon. Something is cooking, something is cooking on that one. But what Remy has for us today is a goodie I said she was going to share. Okay, so Remy has been hinting us, oh, we'll go to this, there's a challenge, there's a course, there's a this, and I had to ask her, please, what are you going to give people today? We need to let people take what they've learned today to the next level. I always believe in there's a next level. A momentum has been built today, especially for people who are hearing some of these things for the first time. And what could happen is that you would hear this, have an idea what you may do differently, and in a week, it's not a course, you know, something is going to change. You will just forget it. So I would really love that with, you know, this opportunity of having someone like Remy here. Let's see or hear from her what she has for us to build this momentum into real practical competence in our life so that we will go beyond illusion. That's the word I always use. Um, that's the sentence I always use. We will go beyond illusion into reality. What we've had now, this experience with Remy sharing from the depths of our heart and of our mind and experience and all that has given us an understanding that, oh, there are some things I don't know. But Remy, how are we going to be able to move? What do you have for us today? We, we heard from the grapevine <laughs> that there's a goodie for us. Can we just hear that and begin to connect with that goodie and take it to the next level? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So this is, this is my, um, my most exciting part and this is really my joy. Um, and Father, I thank you for this opportunity to share. Thank you for lending your platform and thank you for having such a big heart for your people. <laughs> you know, um, if you guys don't know, but I feel, honestly, I'm not even sure how it keeps each other's lives. I'm holding on to her like tightly. I'm like, I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> you know, and you have you have really been like you have just been like a rock, honestly, and you have been um you have been a mentor. You know, you have like you know how some people you you just be watching their life, the way they're living it, and you're just taking notes, right? And they're like, they're just like mentoring you from afar, you know, they're just, and one day they, they meet you and they're like, ah, why are you so, why do you do so much? And like, and you're like, oh, you don't know, I've been taking notes. <laughs> um, honestly, you have really blessed my life, so thank you. It's, it's mutual, you've blessed joy. me too. <laughs> it's really my joy. And um, so what I would like for you guys to do, if you're on here, if you've never taken the, the no shout challenge and if you have this is even like going to help you today's thursday right so you have if you, if you sign up today this will take like two seconds to sign up really and you, you would um it'll take you to three days of the challenge so that's friday saturday sunday this will end this offer will end on sunday because that would have given you time to go through the challenge and you realize that okay from the challenge i probably need more right and so here's what i'm going to do I'm going to give you guys a a code. A follow Should I provide, provide that code to you? Yeah, like you have, yes, we can just have it as um follow fire. So code will be follow fire. Yes. Right. If you sign up for the No Shout Print Toolkit, so the toolkit is where you go deeper into the work of the No Shouts. You know, the, mm. the, the, the three day challenge 
it's really like it, it's, it starts your wheels turning, right? Mm. It, you at the end of the three days, if you do the work, you will be different from the first day mm. for sure, yeah, guaranteed, right? But there's more work that needs to be done. This mm. thing has to become a lifestyle, and three days is just not enough, yeah. So if you sign up to get the toolkits at the end of the three days, so by Sunday, so this the code will be qualified, and actually, probably by the end of this video. I would even make it available that you can sign up tomorrow if you want it. But if you wanted to wait till, till Sunday, um, Sunday that'd be fine. Um, the code will be for Lafayette. It'll give you, it'll give you a substantial amount. It'll, it'll make the the toolkits a hundred dollars. So for Lafayette is what this time. Okay, so it's right now the toolkit is the last time we launched it. It was at one forty seven, and so you can get it today or till Sunday. Code will expire on Sunday. Uh, at least by Monday morning, it'll be gone. And so you get it at $100 only. Um, it's worth a lot more than that. The next time it launches, it's going to be launching at a different price. I can imagine. Right. Um, <laughs> yes, because it, it is worth it. Yes. It's just, this is, this, is, this is really like the first entrance into the yep. waste paint world and how waste paint can help you. Yeah. So if you want to get in on this, use the code for that file and it'll give you um, $100. Fantastic, fantastic. I, I let me let me re-emphasize that because she's speaking subtly now. Some people probably say I didn't hear her very well. <laughs> so that you can hear me very well. Use the code follow fire grace to parents. What what's the website? It's okay, it's on our bio. If you're on Instagram, it's on yes. our bio. Grace so, to ParentCom. Grace to parent.com. Grace so to you want to sign up for the free three day. No okay. Shout challenge. okay okay all right fantastic so sign up for the free three days no shout challenge however she's opening up in the next few hours the two kits now it's closed i mean if you if you've worked with people like you know um remy before or you're following influencers like how you understand that when they open their carts they have it open for a period and then they close it right now it is closed but just because of the momentum we've built tonight She's reopening the cart. She's reopening registration or sign up, right? And she's going to have it open within the next few hours. You use the Falafire code, you get it at just $100. And my own take is this, take this thing. Take this thing because if you're, if you're here, then you're here because you needed to have a breakthrough with respect to communicating with your kids. And you're probably looking into the future and telling yourself, I don't want to lose this connection. You're probably even someone who's coming from a relationship that was really bad with your own dad or mom. And you're like, I want the relationship with, with my, I'm sorry, with my children to be, to surpass what I had with my parents. Now, someone has done the work and this is not you having to read 20 books together, which is something you can, we can do. You can say, okay, go read 20 books and get all the, all the resources. This is something that has come from works of study, maybe even interacting and uh, coaching space and, you know, meeting with a lot of other parents who have gone through this. So you can be sure that what you're going to be getting in the toolkit is something that you're going to have it. It is going to be your own, you know? So it's like buying something up there. And I tell people, you know, many of us have not shopped in the last few months. So this is the time to shop for something that will be tangible for you and your family. <laughs> you've got that bag, you've been, you will still buy the bag, don't worry. Those shoes you've been targeting, that for some reason you couldn't even buy over this season. This is the time to do this. For Fire is the code, grace to parent. You sign up for the challenge, you sign up for the toolkit at a discount. It comes down to $100, but she's closing the cart Sunday night. Yes. Sunday night, that's like um, early morning. Sunday night, the, the discount goes away. Sunday the, night, the, the discount goes, the discount goes yeah. away. And the next time it's going to be open, 
I don't know if it's going to be twice this price. So this is the time to get it, everybody. This is the time to get it. Let's, let's not um, put a pause to the momentum. I believe very much that we need to move from illusion to competence. So as, as many of us that need this right now, please, let's, let's take advantage of this. We, we really now, appreciate let me, you. Let me, let me just uh, be clear. This, I, this program is not discounted, right? And this program um, is probably not going to be discounted, right? So I've done live videos on... This is not the first one, right? I frequent different pages, you know, doing live videos, but Falafire has sown into my life. <laughs> you understand? Part of why I'm able to do the work that I'm doing is because of the the benefits that I've reaped from just interacting with you and uh, following you closely, right? And so this is like a way to say thank you. So this discount is not like it's not going to be available again. You know, um, Debbie's on here. Debbie says one of the best investments I've ever made for my life, my family, and my children. Thank you, Debbie, for purchasing tokens. You know, the people on here that have purchased tokens before. Shola is on here. Shola has purchased tokens before. Uh, you know, so this is this is something that it's not going to be like this, you know, so don't think, oh, I'll catch out a different live video with a discount. (laughs) (laughs) This is is really me saying thank you for the work that Papa is doing and for what she has invested uh, in in me. So please jump on it. Please jump on Um, it. (laughs) Yeah, jump on it. It's something that you think you need to jump on it. This is the time time to, to really do the work. This is the time that we need it the most. You know, we're in a new normal now. And the truth is, we don't know when things are going to be different. Yeah, yeah. You know, but this will help you not only in this season, but whatever season, the season is going to look like next. You know, so this is not a, you know, it's like somebody saying, oh, come and eat. Um, nobody should be begging you to eat a five star meal. Exactly. I mean, like, oh, no, I'd rather not eat this um, rotten eggs. Mm, it's okay. Mm, I don't need the cooked one. Mm. You know, um, so this is not a, a pitch. By any means, this is if you need this, if you need this transformation, get on it. You know, get Thank on you. it. There's, there's been many people that have been through the same journey and have like have recorded amazing. Tra- Look, I'm a living testimony of this work, right? If, if you guys know, if you, my, you know, some of my people are on here, you guys can tell them. I'm not, uh, how do you say, Atariro. Yeah. Like I'm feisty, you know, naturally, but this has helped me. You know, it has helped me to God God created me and He created me good and He mm. created you also good, right? And so if He created you good, then it means that whatever it is, your natural disposition, you can use it mm. for your for good. Yes. It shouldn't be working against you. You know, so this tool it can really help you to um to harness the power that's within you mm. and use it for the good of your family, but your family is Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Thank you for reiterating that. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Remy. I can't believe that we spent practically two hours. I mean, we didn't... I know, we didn't, I know, we didn't, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't plan this. I enjoyed I know, I know. Just chat time. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you for being here with us. We really appreciate it. I know your schedule is very tight and I really appreciate this. I really appreciate your reopening this cart and um, I, I really, really desire that as many need this, would, would, would really connect with this opportunity and all of that. Thank you, Remy, for being part of 
this um, Crossroads Life for this quarter. Crossroads Life is quarterly, and so Remy was our hot guest for this quarter. <laughs> Thank you for being here with us, and for everyone who joined us on Facebook, on the Facebook group Thrive Like Cedar. Thank you for joining us. And for those who joined us on Instagram as well, thank you for joining us. And um, we look forward to you being with us on other Crossroads sessions that we're going to be having. And uh, yes, we'll definitely put up word when we're ready. Thank you, Remy. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend and our love to your family. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Wow, what a session. Yes, <laughs> we enjoyed Remy that day, despite all the technical issues we had here and there with, you know, the devices and the network and everything. But we had a blast. And I'm sure you also did, you know. I would love to know what your top takeouts were from listening to this episode. And I'm very sure that there are things that you can immediately apply. Now, I don't know at what point you'll be listening to this episode, but every time you go to gracetoparent.com, you will see the three-day challenge on the no-shout parenting available there. I think it's basically a great way for you to start the process to, you know, finding this possible and applicable and also relevant in your space. And then you can definitely buy the no-shout parenting toolkit as well to help you even learn more about some of the things that are possible to be mindful of in excelling as a parent. Indeed, we can do much more to have the parent-child relationship we dream of. Enjoy the rest of the month and stay safe.